I will oh, say yeah. it. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so what I say? No, what's up? Oh, no, you're good. I don't remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> well, in that case, we'll move on. What's up, guys? This is Zach, and you have just stepped into the dark blue. Today, I have our youngest guest thus far on the podcast, Michael Abbey. Nice hey, to see everyone. you, Michael. How's it, going? How's, how's it going today, man? Dude, I'm going all right. Uh, just got out of work a little bit ago. Have the next two days off. It's going to be a really good time. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. It's, it's uh, man something to definitely savor when you have two straight days off in a row (laughs) oh it's such a rarity but i'm actually in between jobs now like i'm in that weird transition area to where i'm gonna have set weekends off so i'm really excited for that because this little friday i'm feeling now i'm gonna have every actual friday as opposed to a monday sweet um and also it looks like you got a haircut Yes, I did. Uh, when I went to, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about this, but uh, when I went to Nashville, I had to look, uh, I had to dress up for the occasion and my hair was not, I was in the not process there. of growing it out, but it was not, <laughs> not looking good. So got it all cleaned up, shaved. Nice yeah. man. Ba- baby face over there. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm always baby face. I can't grow facial hair. That's why I, I remember commending everybody in the, uh, in that happy hour we had because like <laughs> to have the patience to grow a beard i don't i don't have it or the laziness I give it a couple days and i get pissed off with it <laughs> right see i'm the opposite though because i can't grow hair on my head so i gotta trade yeah. up so. <laughs> <Flip-flop>. <laughs> let's get these let's crack these beers right. open man i'm i'm uh i'm excited to see what you got there yeah um it's uh two roads honey spot road it's an ipa uh it says take a direct route to happiness that's kind of stupid. oh that's funny <laughs> uh unfiltered ipa i'm trying to find like i'm assuming two roads is the brand yeah yeah that's that's the brewery two yes. roads and then um yeah man unfiltered ipa that sounds good you're a big ipa fan right no hell no dude no i thought you liked ipas no. Oh, no, I'm not an IPA. I bought this for this podcast. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you're going to you're going to drink a beer that you hate just for me. That's sweet. Yes. But (laughs) in case this sucks, I do have a regular Jenny because I'm from upstate New York. So Uh I do have a regular Jenny beer next to me. That's that's Genesee, by the way, guys. So for for those of you who don't know. (laughs) And also I'm repping. I don't know. Is this a, are you visually recording this or just audio? I, I am visually recording it, but I'm going to take a screenshot in just a second so we can post that. On, okay. on, oh, yeah. do it, so we can do it for the gram. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I've got a uh, fruit monster from Great Notion Brewing up in Seattle. And um, it's it's a tart ale with mango and pineapple. So I'm pretty nice, excited. Nice. Yep. It smells, it just smells like pineapple mango ju- or pineapple orange juice. So. All right, well, I can tell you this does not smell like honey. <laughs> so <laughs> it smells like bubbles. It doesn't, it doesn't live That's up to why the I name. don't like IPAs. Like, you know, all right. So, you know, I don't mean to shit on the whole craft beer community here. Can I swear? <laughs> I meant to ask that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. Okay. Say what you need to um, say. Yeah. So, but man, 
every IPA, almost every IPA I taste, the smell and the taste is like, it's just bubbles. Like, you know, like the bubble solution you would use uh, like when we were kids or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Obviously, that was like a decade and a half apart when we were both kids, but I know bubbles were the same. They were. You're calling me old? uh yes i am <laughs> okay all right fair um yeah so that's totally understandable i know like there are certain ipas i just don't like i totally get mm-hmm. it and uh like especially like single ipas like you've got right there they tend to be a little bit more bitter and uh i i'm not a i'm not a huge fan usually i need something that's more balanced and actually has some some like other flavors in it a little bit more complexity so i totally understand where you're coming from Mm-hmm. yeah you get it <laughs> probably one of the worst i've had is actually with my brother-in-law or soon to be um mm. is the metallica's uh enter night that was probably <laughs> the worst one i've ever had um for some reason i'm not surprised yeah <laughs> it, was, yeah, it I, was not I, like a master of puppets era that must have been oh like, yeah i was gonna say metallica, reload. They were like, metallica hey. hasn't made anything good in like 30 years so damn i agree <laughs> i was gonna say that it's like a load reload slash sane anger uh that's yep, there you the go. idea <laughs> and came up with the recipe yeah, there you All go right. um well yeah man so uh cheers thanks for joining cheers. me yes thank you for having me dude <laughs>
but yeah. just there was just something that wasn't working so we did like 30 odd episodes and then i changed co-hosts with it was my buddy instead but anyways that went down the drain that you know everyone got busy and that was literally the last thing and it was like such an infancy and mm. you're so naive even though this was only like two years ago we didn't know anything <laughs> about like podcasting because the only one i had ever watched what or listened to was like do you know shane dawson that whole no. thing was the thing no i don't all right no. well he was like an entertainer uh on youtube and like uh early 2010s so that was really my only podcast experience and you know even that i wasn't really invested in so then we started with the uh i kind of went on my own and you know waited six months or whatever because then i saw red-handed denial live i saw them in buffalo and mm. one of their opening bands i didn't have a podcast i had no intention of starting a podcast at this time but rhd they're my favorite band uh, oh nice one of them they're on me that's life. a great tattoo I love that. um but uh yeah so i saw them in one of the opening bands it was so fucking weird i was just in the crowd and they're on stage and then they started singing this called uh song hawthorne and i it was like it wasn't even an outstandingly amazing song i was just like i'm gonna interview this band yeah uh, well, i thought that i did and then cool. You know, a couple days later, podcast came up. I interviewed the singer. He was my first guest, Matt Meadows. And then it just kind of evolved from there. And I met some truly amazing people. I got to interview Kay. And then uh, they introduced me to Kay and Agonio, by the way. And you, who was like, (laughs) you know, and because I never interviewed anybody. I'm actually a really, you could probably tell with this, I'm very awkward socially, like not very (laughs) outgoing guy. So, you know, if you were to tell like my teachers in high school what I had done when I graduated, yeah. they would have not believed you. That's I don't funny. even know how I made it this far, but <laughs> nice. All of all of two years ago. Yep. <laughs> nice. So much has well, changed then, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, things change pretty quickly. I think, and you know, as you as you leave high school and um, kind of start to have experiences of your own outside of all those influences, you know, it, life really does start to change and your perspective changes on things. And, you know, you get to kind of get a taste of what you want for yourself out of life, um, which, you know, just leads to a lot of, a lot of new things. And right. so, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Like, and just, I really admire you just like having this idea and just doing it. Right. I think right. that's awesome. Cause like so many people, I feel like have ideas and they just like, have ideas and that's it you know and so i always think it's pretty cool when somebody can actually step out and make it happen Mm -hmm. you know so so yeah um with that in mind like what what was your kind of main influence i know you have a background in music and art and things like that so how did you get started with with that because that's clearly a passion of yours right oh uh yeah, 100%. I love music with all my being. Like, when you texted me, I was out drinking with my brother-in-laws listening to the new Hollywood and Dead album. Like, I'm always listening to music. So, and that's how it's always been. I was raised around a lot of, like, hair metal, uh, nice. classic rock, and all that stuff. Mm. Then when I was in middle school, like, sixth grade, I kind of evolved 
it were no i didn't evolve i listened to uh it was disturbed down with the sickness that was like the okay. song that turned me into like the metalhead i am now <laughs> and then <laughs> nice. it just went you know downhill from there so i just always loved music my dad was a musician he was a singer in a uh heavy 80s heavy metal band so nice my parents are both huge concert lovers. So it was just, I was always around it. You know, there was always like MTV or VH1 playing on my TV, like as a child. So yeah, I was always around it. And then what really started me, I had never wanted to do vocals prior to finding right-handed denial. And then I got really into wanting to do it. This was in 20. 17 2018 2018 um like springtime and i just dude i never did it like you know i would practice but my heart wasn't in it so like Mm -hmm. it really didn't take me very far and then uh yeah you know kept practicing here and there but really kind of cut my losses because some people are born with it some people are just born with an amazing voice and Mm. i'm not <laughs> I, i'll be straight up <laughs> yeah so, so of us have to practice <laughs> right and i am by no means great but i'm improving and mm. from where i am now to where i started is so much better nice. so um that's and that's because the passion is back in there you know and i know one of your questions i'm going to kind of cheat you out of your question of what kind of drives me it's being a little fish in a big pond mm. that has its that has its negative elements too um yeah. once you start like comparing yourself to the people around you even though they have a solid decade on you <laughs> no, it's really not good mentally sometimes yeah. but that is my main driving force is just the success of all my friends gotcha. because not only can i thrive on my own but i also have the opportunities to support them and what they're doing and then they return the favor yeah uh, just as friends do so right and that goes with everybody from the people i grew up with to renee to you and Kay and Shay, everybody so yeah no that's great man i love that um and i mean it's that whole sense of community right like and i, I think that's really cool that that's what drives you is creating that community and and being a part of something bigger um and being able to learn from people who have more experience exactly. and that kind of thing you know um and being able to take notes and learn from their mistakes right. and those kinds of things that's that's i think a really great perspective to have on on all that mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> so you um grew up with music your dad was your dad was in a band was he in like a popular band or was it like were they oh, just no. kind of like a local thing yeah it was a local thing because the music scene in rochester new york in the 80s was very everybody played everyone you know mm. like you'd be able to like stop by three people's houses to like for like many jam sessions like he tells me stories all the time <laughs> and everyone was into the same genre music for the you know in that mm. age group at least he was in like high school um yeah. slash college and everyone was into that kind of music. So everyone played it and, you know, it was so easy to find. But now I, I've noticed uh, doing the same thing like 30 years later, it's uh, 40 years later. Holy shit. It's <laughs> very difficult to, uh, it's a hard thing to do um, yeah. because not only has the scene itself totally changed, but people really aren't interested in that genre, at least not many people up in here. Plus the Rochester music scene is dead. 
I mean, it's been almost 20 years now since I was kind of in that place of like leaving high school, going into adulthood, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and things have changed a lot. Like it's, it's makes me sound older than I am maybe, but, <laughs> but seriously, life has changed so much since I graduated from high school. And I think to almost a far more exaggerated degree than things changed between like my parents and myself, right. Um, right. just with the technological advances and things like that. Um, there, there's, I think a lot of different things happening, um, a lot faster now. Um, and so I'm kind of curious, like, what's your experience in that transition period? It has its ups and downs. Obviously, there are, you know, there have been many, many times where I'm on an upswing and everything's going good and I'm optimistic about the future and just happy where I'm at overall. And, uh, you know, just with the type of personality I am and, uh, you know, given everything mentally going on, just with everybody, you don't even have to be diagnosed just with the way the human brain works just as yeah. easily. I could, you know, automatically be in the deepest trench where it's like, Oh my God, this is never going to fucking end. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, and that's, and that's the thing of it, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't have mental illnesses per se, but they do have mental, like mental struggles, right? We all have exactly. things. We Everybody go through periods, does. you know, it doesn't mean that you have an illness, but like, you're definitely going to go through times where you you know, need something, right. <laughs> need somebody to talk to you needs, you know, something to help you through that, that moment in time. Um, so yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I, it was actually difficult for me to kind of get diagnosed with something like that, just because I think me and my family both were kind of in denial about it. And there was always something to use as a scapegoat. Like, mm. uh, I had gotten a few concussions prior and one of the side effects are uh depression and everything so then I kind of you know that was a scapegoat for a little bit and then it was overwhelmed with school and then that was a scapegoat and it's you know, overwhelmed with work and it's just like all right I'm going in the cycle but there's always something else to blame there's obviously got to be something more oh and then yeah that's when uh I took a therapy I just did that like in the fall like oh, of, cool. uh, 2020 so yeah. pretty recent yeah, man, it's helped so much. Even like for the people that think everything is going great in their life, I feel like everyone can benefit from going to see a therapist. And uh, yeah, yeah, because obviously cool. I had known I had something. It, yeah, it was kind of at the point where I didn't need, you know, a piece of paper or diagnosis to know that something. <laughs> You're like up. something is going on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then found out, you know, depression, anxiety, all the all the regular things. Now mm -hmm. I'm medicated too, so that probably helps. Therapy and medication, but um, <laughs> gotcha. Anyways, gotcha. yeah, going out with the um, ups and downs. There are, in terms of the world, there's just a lot of toxic, toxic, toxicity, toxicity. There's a lot of toxicity. <laughs> like you know, once you open your phone, it's like there's just a cesspool of. Especially like we just had the. Uh, uh, we just had the, the hell, uh, voting that, oh. what's that called? I can't think, but election? That, yeah, election. <laughs> so we just had that last year and it's like, you know, I know so many friends that like deleted Twitter and Facebook just cause that's all they see. Like, 
everything yeah. else is getting drowned out by this false information and then mm. people's shitty opinions based off of that false information and then there's <laughs> right. so much hatred going around and it's like i you know even all the political stuff aside just socially i wanted to run away from social media because that definitely i do see it as an evil it's definitely yeah. something that can't be controlled but man it takes it has taken over most people's lives i think yeah yeah absolutely whether that be a good or bad thing but doing what i'm doing i can't do that i can't delete everything and then like Mm. just expect my podcast to grow obviously now i'm in a hiatus so like really not doing i'm keeping up on like you know your stuff and like friend stuff on instagram but i'm really not spending much time on social media now because i'm i have nothing to promote i yeah i'm taking a break from the podcast i'm working on the band so there's really no reason for me to be on there as much as i was when i was promoting something daily you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah man and you know i love i'm really you know it's actually kind of uh relieving in a sense or comforting uh that people your age are having very similar reactions to everything that's going on you know um <laughs> And, uh, it's, it's, it's good to know that it's a kind of across the board, um, mm-hmm. where people, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old are deleting social media because it's just too overwhelming and it's creating, um, unrest and turmoil, yeah. you know, for people and seeing the things that are going on in our world, just so like right there in the, in your face all the time, you know? Um, and having those influences that, I mean, even when I was 19, I didn't have those kinds of influences. I didn't have those things that were just constantly coming at me like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so do you feel like that, do you feel like those having that available to you made you grow up faster than maybe you should have? No. Um, because if that were the case, I would not be an old soul. I would just be a soul because I was under the influences as everyone else my age. Mm. And, you know, I'm still getting mistaken for, I, when I started therapy, she thought I was 28. And I didn't, <laughs> you know, that I couldn't help but be a little insulted because I don't look old. I look pretty damn young. Right. Yeah, but, totally. Um, I would still say way, you look like you're 18 for sure. Exactly. It's just the way I talk. And I guess my way of words and how I hold myself is more mm. mature. Uh, the the reason I think I am the way I am is because of how I grew up as opposed to the things that mm. are available now because um, that's why I am considered an old soul by almost everybody I meet <laughs> it's because I had to grow faster because mm. I don't know it's just the way I was raised I was raised to be very independent and uh, worked for everything I had came from a very blue collar family and uh yeah and i i was blessed with a curse with how i was raised there was obviously some (laughs) when i was trying to just find myself and like figure out what parts of me i have to keep or change or whatever as i got a little older like the late teens it was a little weird because it kind of did go against i'm very morally driven so it's like Mm. what's right is right in my eyes it may be also seen as stubborn but um (laughs) the things that i were raised with i obviously had to change if I didn't see that working for me as I got older. Right. So um, I don't even know where I was going with this, but yeah. That's okay. <laughs> that. That's okay. So, so much wisdom, man, for sure. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I think that's amazing. Just like being open to change and being open to evaluate your 
um, your beliefs that you were taught when you were younger. Um, you, you have, have to, to challenge s- some of them because yeah. not everybody's right. And I, I know I'm wrong about a bunch of things still probably. <laughs> and then you always the will be that my child sees wrong later in the future. Yep. Um, when I'm raising him, hopefully, or her, mm-hmm. them, um, <laughs> uh, you know, then they could change. And then it should just be a constantly evolving thing yeah. because you have to become self-aware enough to realize patterns that go on in my family. And that's why I think a big part of why I grew up uh, or how I grew up mm-hmm. from growing up with a family that I did because yeah. there was so many, and there still are many things I see that are fucked up. Mm. And uh, that's what I intend on changing. And a big one of that stubbornness. So I'm trying to trying to open my mind more. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, you know, it's, I think it's really good to do that at, at a young age too. And um, st- still be, while you're moldable, <laughs> you know, right. and not, exactly. and not specifically relying on the things that you were taught and just accepting them for what you were told. Um, you know, and, but, but being open and willing to explore um, the world uh, as best you can, you know, before you make decisions and come to your own conclusions or come to conclusions about what's what, um, you know, that's that, that, those are the things, as far as I'm concerned, those are the things that, that are going to change the world for the better is mm-hmm. people being willing to, to change their minds and also be willing to teach their kids how to change their minds and, you know, not be so stuck in this. This is how it's going to be. This is how it is, you know, kind of mindset. And that was something I had to change <laughs> because yeah. I was, I was raised very, I was raised by very stubborn. I come from stubborn roots. So <laughs> like, you know, I was raised that this is just the way things go black and white. And then it took growing up and maturing with that mindset to kind of realize, Mm, yep, this is impacting other, like my relationships with other people. And this was even before I started therapy. Um, So then I started changing those things little by little. And uh, yeah, man, I think it's worked for the better. I think I, I like to think of myself as fairly level-headed, but um, you know, some people would disagree. Some people may very much agree, but. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, just that alone, though, to like recognizing that mm-hmm. and realizing that your family is stubborn, and being able to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, because you see how it deal. affects. Because like I saw how it affected relationships in the past with my family, and I see how it affected the relationships I was having, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be known as the stubborn guy. So like, <laughs> you know, that. This guy doesn't listen to anything. Exactly. So that, <laughs> in addition to just having an overall healthier relationship with people, mm-hmm. it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's pretty cool. Addition by subtraction. So it sounds like you, your parents kind of, fueled you to have that like little fish mindset to a degree and like um, yes wanting to learn that like observing your parents were they were they not very like adventurous they were vi- they're it was just very black and white mm. at least for my father and i definitely mm. take most after him in terms of mindset and i still do but um gotcha yeah so you know just growing up and being able to observe 
from the outside um how like he would react to a certain situation like you know conflict and interest or whatever and then uh-huh. how i think he should then that's what i try to make myself do in a similar situation if that makes sense yeah yeah totally just that's observing cool. pretty much observing and observing. deciding from the yeah cool i like that um yeah, so what other what other kind of influences would you say that your dad had on you so i mean you've got music you've got mindset right so what other kinds of yeah. things definitely um hard working and then you know that comes from like the blue collar aspect like so many people i had known like didn't start mowing their lawn until they were like 15 16 or whatever so like no mm. and it's just little things like that that kind of gave me an overall great work ethic and i think a big part of it also had to do with starting the business so i was working since i was like 10 for this uh catering thing and then it became a food truck and then yeah just evolved from there so um overall just having a very good work ethic i'd say yeah that's cool that's definitely a good thing to to get from from your parents um you know i i think just to just to be able to get out there and and work hard is a big deal and to to have somebody teach you that is an even bigger deal because then you don't have to have as many of those life life lessons that are going to teach you like like where you learn the hard way that oh i need to work harder i need to actually Mm -hmm. put effort into this to get the the results that i want from it right exactly Um, (laughs) and it's very um also something very important that you know he still continues to teach me every day is the whole financial aspect of everything i learned mm -hmm. the whole I just learned finance as young because of everything. He was really into stocks. Uh, my grandfather lost $800,000 in stocks. So then uh, that was, I think it was when Kodak went to shit. Mm. Um, so then, uh, yeah, he was just gradually losing big chunks of money at a time and didn't ever check it. Oh my it. gosh, yeah. So then, you know, that was years and years ago. So then my father started, uh, you know, he kind of took it in his own hands and, you know, He's made that up now. <laughs> so wow. he made that up for for him. And mm-hmm. then he still has his own profits that he, you know, he had never lost eight hundred thousand dollars. So well, yeah, he made my grandfather break even and he's still, you know, profiting around the same amount. So he's wow. teaching me all that. Personally, I don't know shit about stocks. I still don't. I'm invested, but I only invest what he told me to. <laughs> so um mm. yeah, I so he's still teaching me every day about the whole when i was younger it was more value of the dollar but now it's more like so when you're moving out like you know yeah these are this is like the breakdown of what you need to move out so mm. he's still assisting me every day with that and so that's pretty cool that's cool that's really awesome yeah man that's definitely a good influence to have i mean i i feel like a lot of kids uh don't get that you know a lot of kids don't get that opportunity to like have somebody to learn from. Um, exactly. and you know, uh, and I, I, a lot of parents don't even take the time to teach. Right. Well, um, yeah. Plus you can't really teach something you don't know. Like that's he, true. He, he, cause he made a lot of mistakes. He's still paying off mistakes that he's made in the past, including the house I'm recording this. And, um, <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, so he learned his lesson the hard way and he's just make, he doesn't want me 
to do the same thing. And I'm sure I will. I'm sure I'll make a bunch of stupid fucking decisions. And then that's mm. how I will uh, fine tune the advice he gave me and pass it on to my kids. And that's the ever evolving chain of the Abbeys. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully. <laughs> awesome. Well, what are your goals, man? Like, where do you want to go with your life? Um, oh, man, you, you got a lot, I'm, you got so many options right now. Like the whole yeah, world a lot is of balls to in the air too. Um, yeah. I was just told, I was actually just told this yesterday. I was talking to my boss, won't get too much into that, but I was talking about, you know, switching or whatever. And, you know, he was just fucking around. He was like, oh, you know, so what's your dream job or what's like your end goal? And I was like, I want to be a rock star. And that's mm. still like, <laughs> I, I, I had said it as a joke, yeah. but that would be the best. Well, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I love the music everything so that's number one that's not probable though that's like that's the dream yeah but, uh, you know it there's no longevity <laughs> it's very not reliable anyways so i just want to keep growing to be yeah. fair like you know okay being at the place you are oh by the way i meant to say this earlier congratulations on the uh, whole 5013c or whatever awesome yeah thank you man it's it's a very exciting thing for sure it's <laughs> been a lot of yeah. a lot of time uh, waiting for that to happen. So I appreciate that. Right. And uh, so going back to the question, my goals are kind of based off of the people around me, I guess, for example, like mm. I will always have someone to compare it to. I would love the musical success of Renee. I would love the podcast success of you or, you know, just the freelancing su- uh, success of Kay. It's just like, just to continuously be better. I want to yeah. keep growing as an everything, you know, Awesome. I don't want to just be the podcast guy or you know, <laughs> right. singer that I hear that yep. you know, blows his voice out or whatever. Yeah. So, it's like, Oh, this guy's got a podcast. And it's like, okay, well that's not all I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then just, I don't know, keep making the people around me proud, or at least trying. Once I stop yeah. trying, I officially lose. So, well, I can say it's, it's great to make the people around you proud, but the most important person to make proud is yourself. Me. So. Damn right. Um, <laughs> That's going to happen when I'm headlining. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Recording live shows as podcasts and having special guests on each each show. And <laughs> right. But in terms of short-term goals, I want to do a horror movie podcast. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Nice. Like I want that. And that was an idea I've had for over a year now. And uh, I have like, I get a, like a co-host and then it falls through and then I get another co-host it falls through and then they get busy or whatever. So it's like, mm, yeah, it's in a stalemate, but I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. I, that would be great. I'm sure what are your I, goals? my goals, I mean, my goals are just basically to help people. Like that's, that's my goal in life is to help others. Um, and so, you know, I've got, I've got projects that I'm working on too, you know, um, different projects to make that happen. Um, but you know, that's, everything that I've done in my life so far, one thing that has always been true is that I want to help make people's lives better. All right. Act like I said that. Let's go back. <laughs> edit it in. Yeah. I want to help people, Dude, you know, change lives. No, but seriously, poverty. like, but the, just the simple statement to say that you want to continue to grow, like that is so amazing that's such an amazing thing to be able to say because what that means is that you it means that you're willing to be open to do different things in your life and not just 
you know, you're, you're not dead set on doing one specific thing and pigeonholing yourself into something for the rest of your life that you might not end up enjoying or that could just be a dead end thing, right? right. You simply just want to grow, improve, and kind of make your way as you go along, um, which is amazing, man. Like that's, that's a good place to be right now in your life. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean i i knew too many too many of my friends in high school leaving high school going into college um went into college just being like this is what i'm gonna do and they went to college and they did it and they got married and they had kids and they're still doing the thing that they went to college for and they hate it (laughs) you know i went i went through a very similar you know i was so dead set on being a teacher Mm. um then COVID hit, then I kind of lost the passion for like college because it got a lot harder <laughs> having to do it online. Oh yeah. And then, you know, very soon after that, I had interviewed Renee and she showed me a very, very generous kind act of kindness. And um, this was after our interview and everything. And yeah, so that really inspired me to take everything to the next level. I should have said that. I meant to mention that when you had said it, but yeah, that's really cool. That one small gesture that like, <laughs> you know, knowing because I was in such a rut with everything else. Mm. I was failing pretty much all my classes. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, it was just not good. And shit wasn't going well at work and because that was a big reason why I was failing I wanted them to like cut my hours in half like 20 yeah. and I was still getting 40s and shit so um and just I nothing was going good and then just mm. having that one person that like she had way more than shown that she had believed in me and what I was doing yeah. that's enough to kind of just spark the uh spark whatever the fuck was going inside of me <laughs> nice I, I honestly, Michael, I really love your goals, man. I think that's cool. I think that's a great place to start. Um, I love your goals. Oh, thanks. Man. And I like your beard. <laughs> thanks. You'll okay. get there one day. You'll get there one day. Hopefully it doesn't, hopefully it doesn't include uh, you using <laughs> your hair as well. So <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to have this forever. Like, yeah. 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 My dad still has you got good, good jeans. <laughs> what was that? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're coming up on, on last call. last call is your time to tell everybody um one bit of wisdom that you have gained in your 19 years so far man uh i put you on the spot yeah i know i was gonna say i remember asking (laughs) if there was anything i should have prepared she just said hey how about some wisdom no Um, i'm not gonna let you prepare for that yeah i know no that's a good point good call uh man on the spot wisdom um I could obviously do the whole cliche of, you know, keep going, but to be honest, just like be honest. Honesty is one of the biggest things I think that will get you way further than anything else in life. You got to be honest with everyone around you and with yourself. And then that will kind of guide you to where you have to be. If you're not enjoying what you're doing and you can analyze that, you could change it. Or if you're not happy with the relationship and you, you know, analyze it and you realize you're not happy with it you could change it and then overall i feel like that will get you at least mentally further than anything else is just the ability to be honest with yourself and analyze everything around you and also that's good side note just work your ass off you know (laughs) nice work hard but party harder how about that that's what i'm doing now (laughs) so be honest work your ass off 
and party hard. I love also it. Also party hard. <laughs> those Unless are, you're in recovery. Those are actually, well, right. But you can, you can party, you can party without alcohol or drugs too. So, right. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's totally possible. Um, but yeah, I think those are pretty solid bits of advice, bits of advice. So, um, yeah. Why don't you tell everybody where they can connect with you, man? Oh man, everywhere. I have a link tree too. So Linktree backslash linktree.com, I think, or link.tree. It's something weird. Go to my Instagram and everything's there. Michael Abbey underscore. Uh, I have a website, Michael Abbey Productions, which is also the same name as my uh, YouTube and Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, everything. Michael Abbey underscore. Um, what else am I on? That sounds like probably on Reverb Nation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice i have a stone tower account website i think somewhere if you guys want to connect with me on there but uh yeah all the common places and if you go to my instagram my link tree is there that's where to find me on everything else yeah sweet yeah you guys connect with michael um and just keep an eye on this dude he's gonna be big time later so uh watch his process i, I still dude i need shades i don't have them they're upstairs but dude my future is just that bright i had to buy shade for him to turn my eyes and the fact I that you have, the fact it. that you know the reference to that song makes me even happier so. <laughs> <laughs> so all right man well thank you so much for joining me and uh we will definitely be in touch in the future actually i'll probably see you on tour so oh dude fingers crossed you better and i will bring some jenny for you Okay. Sounds good. I'll have, I'll leave, I'll leave space in my trunk just for that. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, first, thank you very much for having me and for everyone listening, go check out into the dark blue on everything, which I'm sure you already are or have, but <laughs> if you've made it this far, you're probably connected, but if you're not get there, <laughs> <laughs> Nice. cheers, man. Thank you so much. Yep, cheers. All right. Well, that was a fucking episode. I want to thank you for venturing into the dark blue with us today, where we're always striving to foster a community of peers which empowers mental wellness, positive growth, and social awareness. If you like what we're doing and would like to support our community, you can purchase a pint glass or t-shirt from Sheath Underwear via the link on our merch tab at www.intothedarkblue.com or message us to make a one-time donation. All proceeds go to men's mental wellness initiatives. If you ever need a listening ear, feel free to message us on the website or at into the underscore dark blue on Instagram. If you have an emergency or need help from a professional therapist, we offer several resources on our get help page. Last but not least, know your limits and drink smart. Cheers.